We're here. Yeah. It's Everyone oh. Sucks Here with Sam, Sushi, and AJ. And this is the second recording session we've had in one week. The third attempt. The, the third, third attempt. attempt. The second recording session, third attempt overall. Uh, because huh? uh, computers are dumb. And that's basically where we, we have that at. Computers are dumb. No. We had this really cool intro before. I'm not going to like, I was going to try to like, maybe I could splice it in. I'm not going to. We, but basically we were talking about like, how, isn't it weird? Uh, how, how like commercials are kind of like a way of the past, like like remembering commercials, mm. you know, like from mm-hmm. our childhood, mm-hmm. we can all be like, remember this commercial? Uh, because they don't really exist anymore. Plus, we all have ad blockers and nobody has fucking cable. Everybody has like Netflix and fucking right. subscription services. So commercials as a whole are kind of a thing of the past. And, you know, th- and with that, we lose the charm of the local commercials that nobody else knows about besides you. Oh, my God. I love local commercials. They're so fucking good. And They're so good. Yeah. It looked like the last. So the last thing we cut off on was because I was talking about this, uh, this one called uh, fuck, well, not Renaissance Center. Cause that's an actual place. I are now I lost it in my brain. But there was one Sam was talking about. Oh, you did a jingle. Yeah, it's a jingle, but I can't remember do, it now. Do, 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 do. I don't know. That's the, almost McDonald's jingle McDonald's, there. McDonald's, yeah. <laughs> <That's the> McDonald's. <laughs> well, oh, oh, Recker and Burger. Is Recker and Burger the comfort zone? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. That was a thing from Ohio. And I was like, yeah. And it, like it's fu- That lives rent-free in my head forever uh, now. Like okay. for my entire life. That will live, mm-hmm. And sa- same with like my sister or anybody else from Ohio. That will live rent-free in your head forever. But mm-hmm. for, for Sam, she had this fucking... Hawaiian one. I love how you were like, we're not going to get into it, and then we immediately got into it. No, no, no. I said we weren't going to get into the fucking... Not, not that. I said we weren't going to get into the fucking trying to splice them together. Oh, uh, okay. Pay attention. Wow. Wow. What's the commercial from? Oh, I was talking about... Um, <laughs> I was talking how the only person who listens to this podcast is going to be only the one The only other person who listens to this the, podcast? Yeah, the wow. only... The only the one other thousands of downloads, Sam. There's only going to be one person who's listening who understands what I'm about to say. That's probably true. Okay, there we go. I can do words. It's 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 a thing that can happen. Uh, But yeah, they have they they have this like retail store in um, in Hawaii called Cheese Warehouse. Cheese. Jeans warehouse. Like blue jeans. Okay. Like blue jeans. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> what, 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 what kind of local stuff do you have there in New York or did you have that you remember from your childhood? Um, so in New York, they would have more like tri-state area commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there would be commercials from like Connecticut and New Jersey and we would just get them all. I, I live um, in the tri-state too, so I, I totally feel that. Like yeah, being so in the corner it, in Cincinnati, yeah. Right. So um, it would be like commercials from Long Island. And they, it's like mishmash of stuff. And it wouldn't be necessarily anything here, but we would still get the commercials for it. And there is, um, I was actually just talking about this the other day with someone else from New York. There's this auto lot called Major World. <laughs> and God. <laughs> they have the most annoying commercials. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, and the, like car dealership kind of commercials are always, always on the like whatever channel you're, you're watching, like a local channel, like uh, like around like the local news. Yeah. So um, I forgot the jingle, but like there was the, I was, my neighbors are moving around. Um, 
there was uh, a jingle. I forgot exactly how it went, but it was really annoying. And there was another one for a different car lot. Um, I forgot the name of it, though, but I know it was in Long Island and it would play on the radio. And I just like, have PTSD about it because it, it, it would go off as like my alarm would turn on. Do you guys remember those alarms that the radio would turn on? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I had one of those jump offs. Right. So like I'm like waking up to go to school. There would be this I would put on like whatever FM stupid station it was. And it'd be like Mitsubishi Galat. Like this. Yeah. Guy, like, <laughs> what are Oh my god! That was the thing with those radios too. Everybody owned the same one, and it was brown and black. At well, like mine was like (laughs) the brown and black one with the red, the red numbers. Mine had like mine had like green like neon on it, and they were flat, like rectangle. The the thing with those is like it's it's a great idea and concept. Like oh, wake up to music, but one, it's always commercials because like it's fucking just turns on the radio. Yeah, most of the time it's gonna be fucking commercials. Two. Imagine waking up to Mitsubishi Galant. Well, well, there was also that whole thing <laughs> too, with, with like, it, like it, no matter what, you could get the station set perfectly, and then as you turn it off, when you turn it back on, it's always like moved just enough to have a little bit of static in it yeah. too. You know, like so you're like, it's not even like dialed into the right station, and yeah. like I feel like when when I when I used to use that, there'd be two things I'd always wake up to. It would either be commercials. Or that fucking song, Dreamweaver. Do you guys remember the song, Dreamweaver? Dreamweaver. I'm like, why are you playing this in the morning? It's like every morning. And like, that does not make you. That does not make you want to wake up either. That's like a sleepy time yeah. song. Like, right. Ooh, I'm a, ooh, Dreamweaver. I would. I would wake up to Hot 97, which is the New York um, like hip hop station, yeah. and their tagline was um, "Blazing Hip Hop and R and B." That's what I would. See, we had – what was with the 97s? Because we had Z. Oh, no, that was 93. Never mind. Z, 93. We had, we had a 97 as oh. well. We had we had Q102, Z93, uh-huh. and the biggest one for Cincinnati, which is actually like kind of world world known, is like WEBN. It's like 102.7 WEBN. But like they have – because they do a big fireworks show every year. It's a big fucking – I don't know. But, we, had, we had 95 Rock. 95 Rock. And like they. All hinder all day. They literally got Not rid of it. Hinder. They oh literally my God. got rid of it and they replaced it with a fucking country station. So oh. like, it, so I don't know how they do it now, but like when I left, there were no rock stations at all. There was only uh, Christian music and huh? country music. And like oh one hip hop station. The rock station here was ninety two point three K Rock, and uh, that's what Howard Stern was on. Yeah, oh. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Way okay, yeah. yeah. Do you guys do you guys remember those commercials that like? Okay, does anybody remember? I'm sure it exists. The General Auto Insurance, right? Yeah. Okay, so the thing is, I always found it fascinating how there were some commercials that were so poorly done that I thought they were local. And the general was yep. one of those because like, even like, Oh yeah. The it, general has very local. Like, vibes yeah. Like, yeah. Even like, even like, mm-hmm. even after we switched to widescreen, it was still one of the few commercials holding on to the fucking four by three ratio. So My when God, it came on, right. I was the fuck, but like it was filmed like a local commercial and that jingle is like the best car turns rates in town. Call one 800 general. Now. Well, it's hey, just yeah. so How like, the fuck? It's just so. Because it came on MTV all the time, like MTV Two. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I literally thought it was a local commercial for years. I, like I already know. Like yeah, and and then found out later on. Car insurance, so all the kids would get it. Yeah, yeah, Because it was the cheapest car insurance. Was that? Yeah, it was like you know you didn't have to have a good record or whatever. Yeah. So what was that? Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! AJ, 
I don't know, Sam, you might be on the cusp of knowing what I'm talking about. What was the fucking commercial for that um, like jingle about like studying to get into school? You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? Wait, education connection. Yes. Working for an hourly wage. I uh, went to high school. Didn't did do great. Yeah. Gotta get more cash, more education is what I'm looking education at. Education connection. Yeah. <laughs> when I get my degree, I will make a bigger salary. Get connected for free. Huh? Remember that commercial? Of course. I literally have okay. played it on my channel for like the past two years. <laughs> really? Oh, my God. I okay. love that. Here, okay. Here's the great thing about that commercial. If you look up Education Connection on Spotify, there's a high definition version of it. Yes. You can hear it like in perfect quality, yep. like 320 kbps, <laughs> fucking pristine quality Education wow. Connection. We totally mm. haven't played it at conventions while walking through the floor at well, all. With my oh hip God. speaker. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Okay. You, did you guys ever win anything off the radio? No. 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 Like like tickets. No. Yeah. I never no. called in though. I yeah, did. I never called in. Yeah, I never called I, in. I, I've I've called it's in a couple cool, times. AJ. And I actually got in. I've got in a couple of times. Because AJ doesn't have really? social anxiety. <laughs> and yeah. 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 <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't fear the phone like we do. Accurate. They literally had a contest. There's the dumbest contest where all you do is listen for 10 songs, which when you think about it makes sense because getting people to listen for a long amount of time. And then write down what the songs were and then call in and then tell them what the songs were. But the thing is, they they also told like, okay, what was song number seven? What was song number five? You know, like, and the only one I remember that was in this list because I had to ask my sister what the name of it was. This is going to like date of when this happened too, was the, um, Fuck, is that you and me, baby? We ain't nothing but mammals. So the the Bloodhound Game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember the name of the fucking group. So oh, I remember asking Allie. I was like, what's that God. song? That song was really ridiculous. Yeah, it so was. because of that song, I got into the newly built aquarium that had just been built across Not the river. The newly built aquarium. Yeah, that was my first time, first time <laughs> ever going to an aquarium. Stingray? It's the fish zoo. I did actually. I pet the stingray. <laughs> yeah. AJ went to the fish zoo. Yeah, the wet zoo. The liquid zoo. (laughs) The liquid zoo. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, my God. You know, that is one thing. I Okay, so I don't really, like, I don't watch cable TV anymore. I don't really listen to the radio anymore. Like, when we get in the car, we listen to a podcast or just, like, put up our music. But I will say, I will say, that's one of the most fun things about road trips is just putting on the radio. Because there's something about, like, when you're driving through, like, multiple states, Something sushi's probably never done. When you're driving through multiple states and you're you're like can't relate. You like you put it on a radio station and then like suddenly it starts fading out. You get in that point like oh shit we don't have service anymore right. So then you have to, then you're just you're in the abyss. You just have to find a new station. You have no idea where you're at anymore. You're out in the middle of fucking bumfuck nowhere trying to find some station and you're cycling through until you find any song you recognize and you're holding on to that song. And you're like oh shit back streets back. You know, like, and then you suddenly yeah. you, you latch onto them for a little bit, but then like it was only temporary, and then you keep driving, you you lose them too. It's like Oof. it's a, it's a fun little game of like losing the radio stations as you go, but like you get so much enjoyment, like it gives you a little bit of like just a little bit of happiness when you when, latch onto a song you recognize. When I first bought my car, it came with two years of free Sirius FM or XM XM. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, so when I drove all the way out to California, I had Sirius XM, so it was able to like it was like. 
It was like more dragging into the car than like regular ass radio stations. Because satellite, yeah. Because it's satellite radio, so. Mm-hmm. So you kept one station the whole time. Yeah. I think my dad listen actually still Howard had it so. all day. Yeah. I didn't listen to Howard Stern, but I did. I, I cannot <coughs> think of his name now. That I I used to listen to. He used to be an Opie MMA and Anthony or something. No. <laughs> He oh used God, to be. He used to be an MMA. Uh, he was either an MMA fighter or he was like a boxer or something. And I can't remember his name. I think it was Jason something that I used to listen to. But he used to have on. Um, he had on his buddies, but then he would also have like um, a lot of comedians on. So I he would interview them, and the comedians would tell random ass stories from whatever. Oh. And I used to listen to that a lot, especially going in and. Get into into work or like home from work. I would listen to. God, I can't remember his name now. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. If anybody can tell me what that motherfucker's name is. <laughs> Everybody can yeah. say what the the one radio station host from XM Holy Radio shit. was. I can't remember his name now. <sighs> well, shall we get into our stories now that we? Hopefully, mm-hmm. maybe maybe one of us will get your memory jogged for you by. Yeah. And if you have any local commercial stories or links to them, send them to us. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I, you know, I bet I can find some of the local. Like, I, I, I'm going to look for a Recklenburg commercial later on. Jason okay. Ellis. Jason. There it is. There it is. Well, it's it's kind of like how everybody knows the fucking Montgomery flea market commercial. That was just a local commercial that blew up on mm-hmm. YouTube, you know. Yeah, I got like, fired. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> There's also the. Uh, that. Kablawi commercial from uh, it's Kablawi from fucking Florida Mm-mm. as local one too, oh. but yeah, there's a lot of good ones. If you guys have any local commercials, link them to us in yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. the in more the ridiculous the better. It's gilded.gg slash everyone sucks here. I forgot the name of it, but there is a I'm not sure if it still comes on, but there is a local commercial from like a catering hall in Brooklyn that has been on for like 20 years and it's funny because um, it's just so cheesy. I'll try to find that so we can link it. But I forgot the name of the place. That's uh, that's the thing is that though is like the cheesier they are, the more memorable they are. They're doing their mm-hmm. job better than fucking like no yeah. nobody fucking like that weird little side tangent. But like everybody talks about like the amazingness of like Super Bowl commercials, right? Like that's what people mm-hmm. watch Super Bowl for is the fucking commercials and shit. But like nowadays, like even though you've probably seen so many Super Bowl commercials in your life, can you remember any of them? Because I fucking can't. You know, like it's really everyone, know. I, like even like the next day. Like I remember kids in school be talking about them, but it's always like, do you remember that commercial with the dog? Yeah, that was good. But then it's just fucking gone forever. Nobody really knew what the advertising was. They remember remembering the dog. But hmm. like these commercials that they pay millions of dollars for in the Super Bowl do nothing. But then the local commercials stick with you for fucking ever. I feel like every so like, ha, we spent five bucks on this. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we I, I feel like every town has that one like appliance center mm-hmm. that is locally owned where like That's what Kablawi was. The dude the dude will always have his like grandkids or his kids in the commercial. Yes, like always. sitting on a fucking <laughs> dishwasher or like fucking yeah. <laughs> washing machine the, talking about the prices. The place here it doesn't it hasn't existed in a long time, but the place here that was that was called Crazy Eddie's. Of course and it was. Of course. It was Crazy Eddie, right? And this was from when I was a kid, so I barely remember it, but it was a big scandalo because the prices were so low because all of the products were hot. Mm. <laughs> and they were all lifted from I don't know where, but I think he's in the clink now. I'm pretty sure. Crazy Eddie was too stupid not to make a television commercial. 
Exactly. If he just didn't make a commercial yeah. and kept it on the low low, it would have been fine and he would have served his community well. But uh, yeah, Crazy Eddie got shut down and I'm pretty sure. Come on down to Crazy Eddie's definitely <laughs> legal warehouse. <laughs> Everything here like, is definitely legal. Prices are so low. I wonder how, because they're all fucking stolen from Sears. <laughs> Oh. That's why. Oh, crazy uh, Eddie. Oh, God. The best. Well, it's a very New York commercial, too. Hey, yo, I'm Crazy Eddie. Mm. I stole this. I'm selling it to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. I passed the savings on to you. <laughs> who, want, who wants to start us off? Uh, okay, if I know. <laughs> I can do it. Go, go, okay, go. I can do it. Okay. Uh, going classic. And am I the asshole? Um, it's from a couple months ago, but uh, yeah, okay, go. I had a better introduction. I was trying to think of it. Look, I'm trying. All right, <laughs> all right, my brain's working overtime. Okay, am I the asshole for telling the truth in the wedding toast? I'm a 30 year old male because, of course, I am. And my best friend got married last week. I just bought a house, and my wife is expecting our son in November, so I let him know I was limited in what I could contribute financially, but I did tell him I would try my best. So, uh, oh, okay, typo. So I went to the bachelor party in Maine. I rented the tux and paid for mine and my wife's dinner at the rehearsal dinner. I also had a gift of $300 that I was going to give them, uh, but we will get to why I didn't give it to them. His now wife, then fiance, texted me multiple times a day with updates. That's fine. I didn't always respond, and it got to the point where if I didn't respond at least once a day, I'd get a call from my buddy. I have a full-time job, and I'm redoing some rooms in my house, so I'm busy. She texted me for the following reasons. My wife was not allowed to talk about our pregnancy at all. She didn't want anyone to focus on that more than her, the bride. She was not going to order special food for my wife. No one asked her to. My wife was fine with whatever she was going to be served. I was not helping the groom enough. He had to help her with favors, seating charts and programs. So I had to help him with those things, according to her. She also said to get ready to help with thank you notes after the wedding. She said if I was a true best man, uh, I would offer to pay for the bar bill. I didn't even know what that means. She has to read a... She has to read and approve my speech before the rehearsal dinner. I wanted to be included as much as my buddy. She told me to make up things if I had to. I was also not allowed to include anyone but the two of them and no inside jokes or stories about my buddy that didn't include her. Her last text said to tell my wife to keep it together and not make a pregnancy scene during the wedding. Also, she wanted her to choose a dress that downplayed her pregnancy as much as possible. I'm curious how far along she was. I was so aggravated, I spoke to my friend to see if I could reason with her. He t- so he could reason with her. He told me to just play ball on this one. It's her day and to cut him break because he'd be dealing with her nonsense for the rest of his life. I was annoyed but calmed down. The day of, all the bride and my buddy do is scold me, berate me, and bark orders. I head down to the bar for a drink. The bride's mother is there and warns me not to get drunk because I've ruined her daughter's day enough. That was the final straw. I didn't give them the card with the cash, and in the speech, I used my friend's exact wording about having to deal with her nonsense for the rest of his life. I wished them the best and told him I'd always be there for him, especially during the divorce. (laughs) Am I the asshole? Ooh. 
What a story. Um, yeah, like, okay, just can, can, can we, can we, like, for the future generation of women, like, for, for the children, the, 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 the children that are grow up to be women, can we please stop romanticizing weddings and making it so it's got to be, like, all about her? her? Like, can we, can we, can we move past this now? Is it time to fucking get past this bullshit? Because, like, that's how you end up with, with this shit, the Bridezilla okay. bullshit. If you can make right. an entire show about Bridezillas, that means it's a fucking bad thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. normalize telling people when they're, like, absolutely acting out of pocket. But, the, you know, the thing is, we have these stories where people are like, look, you need to, like, chill the fuck out. And, and... But we have these people who are way entitled and they're like, but this is my day. I'm allowed to act however I want. And those are the those are the yeah. worst. Right. Those are the worst yeah. people. You're not yeah. allowed to be abusive for yeah. any, you know, exactly. for any reason. Exactly. Like, it's not your day. It's a shared day. You're getting married. It's not about fucking yeah, all about you. You're getting married to another person. Yeah. So. And that's the, like, it's all about both of you. Uh, right. It's not just about right, you. Right, right. But also, like, just because you're getting married and people are there, they're, they're gracing you with their presence. That's not, you're not gracing them with your presence. They're gracing you with theirs. That's yeah. a big thing people seem to fucking forget. Like, uh. they're the guests. They don't have to show up. They don't have to do shit. I think, like, I think people really truly don't realize that like weddings are weddings in the traditional sense of like what they used to to mean which was <laughs> the transfer of property <laughs> essentially uh, right. and like yeah. a bargaining tool a bargaining woman. tool you know uh -huh. like here's what my family will bring to your family yeah so right. so that's why we had big weddings because literally it was it was like almost bringing two towns together right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you don't need a fucking big wedding your second cousin and and their family don't give a fuck about your love story they're not, not invested not in bit. you at or all, you. they're not in, they're not <laughs> invested oh. in your love story. No matter oh. no matter how much you you want to have oh, that no like cares. princess fucking wedding, whatever. Oh. I can see how like parents would be like, we we you know we we saw them like I'm I'm so happy for my son or I'm so happy mm -hmm. for my daughter. Like I can right. see that and I can see siblings, but outside of that, no one gives a fuck about your uh, love story. Right? Not in the way that they think. People not care. not in the way that people in the movies it is not like the movies life is not the movies right. so when right. you do all this shit like go and are you're so insecure about your husband's best friend's wife being like pregnant at your wedding mission. yeah being pregnant at your wedding mm -hmm. that is a you problem very much so. And you know, uh, the insecurities are very. The insecurities ugh. and placing your insecurities on a pregnant woman just trying to live mm -hmm. her fucking life mm -hmm. is insane. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. A lot of people yeah. are saying he should have taken the high road. Okay. Why, Why does everyone who's abused have to take the high road? <sighs> That's, I don't understand. Okay. Honestly, yeah, I, I'm right there with you, Sushi. Like, no, I, I agree. I'm tired of it. We're getting this abuse and you have to be the big person. Fuck out here. I agree. But I'm still like I still have that little like okay I get it I get it that you you there it's that one day and you've been barked order why could just get through the speech and literally leave just mm -hmm. get through don't the speech, do the speech. No, literally leave no, or don't do the speech the don't go 
right? Just don't go. Well, I mean, he was already there. That That's the point is he was already there. Was already leave. there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Leave. He like, should have just left. Like, look, you can't be right. abusive to me yeah, all for eight hours today. Yeah. I'm let you have your day. But, like, I, but at the same time, I don't, I'm, I'm over this whole take the high road bullshit. No, fuck I it. am too. Fuck, fuck, because you know what that is? All that is, is just protecting the abuser. It's, yeah. a, it's protecting the fucking abuser. Yeah. Like the, the taking the high road shit. And it's like, we as a culture are so fucked and so twisted now where like if anybody ever fucking defends himself on anything suddenly it's oh you're sinking to their level no i'm fucking not they're a fucking asshole dude like right and it's like it doesn't nobody can fucking speak up anymore because if you do then you're just as bad as them but they can just fucking run their mouth forever you know what happens when that when that happens that's how you get fucking people like trump like because no one ever told him because no. nobody ever We're said shut the fuck asshole. up this dude's so. an asshole like and, and and like and that's how you end up knowing fucking abusers in your life that continue on with their fucking perfect lives no because nobody ever said anything now i i do agree with you guys i do i do agree huh. with you guys now but here someone i think this person put it into to words that i i was maybe trying to do and couldn't correctly do even if the couple was bride and groomzilla the OP made a scene at the speech, and that's what people are going to remember because no one's going to see the behind-the-scenes shit. True, true, true. I think that's what okay. I'm trying okay. to like say is like, yeah. you know, just get through the shit. Okay. And the I mean, after this speech, the friendship's over. Like, there's no way that wife is yeah. with the way she acted towards all this. There's yeah. no way right. she's going to even uh, quote air quotes allow him to be friends anymore. You know, yeah. but yeah. like. This for also, first of all, <laughs> why didn't you like stop this whole like stop, stop with the whole pregnancy thing? Like, this is also yeah. my child. Don't fucking degrade my wife like this. Like, I, I get that you're getting married, but you don't get to like assault this fucking like verbally assault this fucking pregnant woman over here. Like, she's done nothing. She's literally attending your wedding. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the problem here is that no one. Even because the mom is like, you ruined my daughter's day and he hasn't even done anything yet. What the fuck were you? What were you doing? You know, I didn't know what. Where the fuck did this whole like, oh, the best man pays for the bar. What? No, Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? Or like, oh, the best man has to come over and help with the thank you cards. Um. I what? I didn't realize this was a full time fucking job, like a, a fucking a, executive assistant's job. I'm not getting paid for I'm this. I'm not getting yeah. paid for this. All you did was get married. Yeah. Like you, you put together some paperwork. Like this is not my fucking job. Oh, you have a hundred thank you cards to get through. Man, you shouldn't have invited a hundred fucking people. Yeah. Right. That sucks to be you. <laughs> yep. <coughs> I agree. I've never heard of someone like offloading all the work like onto somebody else. I mean, if they offer and they, you know, okay, but to ask and demand and like that's weird. The part, the the part about it is like you can come over and be like, oh hey, you know, by the way, we are gonna have like a lot of thank you cards. Do you mind if you just came over and like we'll just have some coffee, we'll watch the fucking Lord of the Rings and do some thank you cards? That is way better than going oh and now you're gonna have to make time because we're gonna have to do yeah, um, i think i think that's the exactly delivery it is. yeah <laughs> it's yeah. the delivery it's people all about it's the, the delivery. delivery it's all about the delivery be like hey can you do me a salad just come over i'll buy a six pack and some pizza and we'll sit in front of the tv and just help me sign this shit you know and we'll mail or lick the stamps yeah you know? 
Yeah. Make it a, make it a conveyor belt. <sighs> That's one thing. But like the way they demand things and, yep. and wear a dress that doesn't show your belly. Like what? Like why are you? Ma'am, I'm eight months right. pregnant. What do you want me to do? No, what are, am I supposed to just stand fucking facing the front all fucking day? Right, don't, <laughs> don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Wear a big poncho. <laughs> <laughs> she gonna be mad when I show up in a fucking muumu. Like, why are you wearing that muumu to the fucking wedding? Oh my God. Make up your big mind, bitch. Down that, like. Right. You know, comes out. She comes in in a ball gown. Yeah. Right. And then, then she's going to be like, well, why are you upstaging me? Well, you told me to hide my belly. So. Which, which is it, Becky? What the which fuck? What is it? Pick a struggle. <laughs> a struggle. Yeah. The, uh, I, the, I can understand with the whole, like, you know, making a scene thing or whatever. At the same time, though, who gives a fuck? <laughs> These all, all these, this person's never gonna see these people ever again anyway. It's all the second cousins and shitty fucking family. At that point, man, like if you don't, if you're not gonna see these people in again, and you and you want to say it, fucking just say it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, you're uh, okay. So this was a couple months ago. Uh, they're exp- they're due in November. So still, she she's still pregnant. I mean, yeah, she's like it, she's like midway. It doesn't matter how pregnant she is. You don't have to hide it because you're fucking. No, it, that's true. It doesn't matter. You look, yeah, like I was just curious. I'm nosy. Yeah, but it, it literally, <laughs> yeah, it, it literally matters not at all yeah. because like it's your, it's a pregnancy. Like yeah. and the fact that this woman's yeah. like hide it. Why? Were we fucking Puritans? Like what are we, what are we talking mm-hmm. about? Like, yeah. Right. Do you think she's gonna upstage you because she's pregnant? None of these people know <sighs> like, her. That's weird. It's so weird to think like that. It's ugh. I think the oh, weird no, thing is how did pregnant lady's gonna get all his attention? Yikes. How do friendships like this even get formed? I don't know, because they sound very in, like incompatible, you know? Yeah, like this dude's friends with this this guy who's who's literally just like defending the wife, and it's like how is how is how is this never come yeah. up before? Did the bride ever like the the? Groom, right? Not the groom. Not the groom. Yeah, um, the, the, the best man. Yeah. You know, like did they ev- did they ever like each other? And like all of this aggression is coming out during the wedding. I mean, the that's fact, the thing. I the guess the fact that the the fact that the groom is not going to be like he's like oh just deal with it. Like I got to deal with this for the rest of my life. Okay, I would cool, never dude, want that, my I, spouse to say something. Right? Like right? Like, like please don't marry me. Don't marry me. If you have to deal with me for the rest of your life, don't marry me. If that's your attitude. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Ugh. Just deal with it. I have to deal with her. Yeah. <sighs> Wedding's off. I'm all set. Oh. So the consensus from Reddit was that everyone sucks here. Um, which I guess I I agree. I agree with this consensus. Um, the judge, uh, you know, just to just to reiterate, the judgment is given when no one involved is innocent and all have contributed to the predicament that brought OP here in the first place. I guess technically, and that is correct. <laughs> you know what? I'll I'll lean into the everyone sucks here. Based off the fact that I can't believe I'm saying this because it's fucking 2021, but this is two months ago, meaning we're still in peak fucking Corona time. Yeah. I mean, this wedding should have never happened and you should have yeah. never gone to fucking begin yeah. with. So, it's yeah. Pandemic 2.0. Yeah. The thing. So. Right. Yep. So, you know, none of y'all should have even had this wedding. None of y'all should have even gone. So fuck you. Fuck everyone who went. Uh, and yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your story, Sushi? Mm-hmm. Well, I got to. Today I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I fucked up by going braless for my vaccine. 
<laughs> this is labeled not safe for work. It's not that bad, though. I okay. regret it. Obligatory. This happened two months ago. A couple months ago, I went to, my, to get my first vaccine as 18s and over were able to get there. So a few of my uni friends and I decided to get ours done in a bigger city near where we live. I live in the north of England for reference. For a nice day out, we decided to book somewhere to eat and maybe go out afterward for drinks. Counterproductive. Yeah, okay. right? <sighs> it's not Counter a cure. It doesn't work immediately. Fucking hell. Not the point, but okay. We will let it pass. Uh, but the night before, there was I an attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get my vaccine, but I'm also going to go to a rave. Like, <laughs> like what are you talking about? Like, okay. Anyway. But the night before, I went out with some of my other friends, and we were out pretty late. Now, then, anyone who knows me knows that while it takes me about three to four hard drinks to get me drunk, I could be hungover with just one or two drinks. So I drink a lot that night, go home, trip over in my room, and land on my leftover chips from dinner and fell asleep on a slice of toast that I hadn't eaten yet. And also that and that starts my anxiety like that whole mm -hmm. sentence starts my, like why do you have so many food i hate children they're fucking gross yeah anyway, i wake up like four hours later and very slowly and carelessly get ready to get the train to this bigger city to go get the vaccine so i decide to put on a long-sleeved crop top and flares also i'm definitely still a little drunk and hungover at the same time because i keep uh, snort laughing on the train and i almost threw up and uh after one sip of coffee I had with my paracetamol, I don't know what medicine that is, but whatever. Some sort of medication, and she almost hit bar fill. Gross. When I get uh, to the vaccine center, I start thinking whether or not my outfit is very appropriate for this kind of activity, as the sleeves are pretty tight. But I convinced myself oh, I could no. probably roll them up. Oh, so no. I sit in the chair, and a nurse starts asking me questions. And before you know it, she's like, can you lift up your sleeve? And I say, sure can. And lo and behold, I can't. <laughs> To be honest, I feel like if I tried really hard, I could have definitely rolled it up higher. But she says that it would be bad for the vaccine if my circulation was hindered at all. So she's like, hey, can you take your arm out of your top? And I'm like, sure, but I'm not wearing a bra. And she just looks at me and I look at her and she says it's OK because she'll shield me. But people all around me getting their vaccines and there are no opaque screens to stop someone from seeing and as i take of my crop top both of my tits become very obviously completely exposed <laughs> to the cold cold air the vaccine center and everyone is aware of it i guess i have pretty nice boobs so it's okay but it's still super embarrassing tldr being super hungover i was not in the to pick an appropriate outfit to get vaccinated in. And as I don't wear bras, everyone saw my tits. Edit, I will like to just say that I did not expect this much attention from a very silly post. I have many stories like this because I'm a little bit of a mess. This oh, you think? <laughs> you think? <laughs> this may sound really stupid, but I'm actually a bio-vet student going oh. to veterinary school and did science <sighs> A-levels, but I've never ever heard that you're not supposed to take paracetamol after drinking. I don't know what that is, but I, I no guess idea. it's not important. I guess it's sort of a given, but I'm deep. I'm a deeply silly person. I know I I'm probably should have. I'm just a silly. I'm just a silly, you guys. Silly. I'm just a silly, you guys. I, I know I probably should have gotten 
super shouldn't have gotten super drunk before my vaccine, but it was one of the first times I could do something nice with my friends after restrictions lifted. So I went all out. Probably a mistake. LOL. Edit two. I didn't forget to put a bra on. I never wear them. So it never occurred to me that putting one on could have saved me this whole embarrassing story. LOL. Edit three. To the 80 plus guys that have messaged me asking to see oh my, my god! While some of you are incredibly creative in your requests, I have a very lovely long-term boyfriend whom I love very much. That's not what they asked. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I looked it up. It's literally a sedimentophen. And if you don't know that you oh. can't take a fucking set of a sedimentophen without or with alcohol, then you're fucking stupid. Like uh-huh. it literally <laughs> my fucking god. I, it says it all over it. Yeah. Do not take with alcohol. Uh, yeah. But but she's just so silly, AJ. She's just so silly. Also, she like, has so many stories like that. I have so many stories. I, I don't understand how like when, like these these like college level kids who are like they're so fucking messy and slobs and like leave food yeah. everywhere. Because I'm like, were you like that in your own home? And did your parents allow that? Because my parents would have beat my ass if I fucking left food <laughs> around. Like yes, you know like yes they were. And uh, we like you couldn't like you didn't leave, leave like a bag of chips in your room because if you did you're getting your fucking ass beat you know like yeah. we didn't even eat the and chips toast? in our room Ugh. yeah why like, was there toast in your room just like hanging we, out we weren't even allowed to take like plates and bowls and shit to our room like we ate at the fucking table and that was it we didn't like go out we didn't eat food back in the bedroom it, right. there was never a point in time where I'm ever eating food in my bedroom so right. like. When I when I became that age, I wasn't a fucking slob falling asleep on dead food and shit. Like, dead food on fucking dead food. spoiled old food and shit. Like, uh, yeah, I don't yeah. get it. Like, how do people get like this? Like, she's so silly. She's crazy. I'm just I'm just so silly. I'm just so I'm just a little bit of a mess. She's gonna grow up. She's gonna grow up to tell it as it is. She's gonna grow up and be like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I just I just, I just tell a, it as it is. I don't have I don't, a filter. I don't have a filter. <laughs> I don't have a filter, sorry. I still have a filter. I just tell it as it is. <laughs> just, I just shoot from the hip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Imagine planning an outing to go, like, out, out while getting your vaccine. You guys, I don't know. Do you guys? Imagine going out how? first and then getting the vaccine and going guys, out immediately afterwards. You guys, do you want to go, like, get the Pfizer and mimosas? Right. The Pfizer like, and mimosas. That does that sound good? Does that sound good? Pfizer and mimosas. Uh, oh, like I could totally do a Pfizer and some brunch. <laughs> make you feel unwell. So, like, why are you like, okay, let's get our vaccine in Chicago and then go day drinking? Uh, what? You just want to go home to bed. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel not good. <laughs> All right, Becky, hear me out. We're going to have ourselves. A Moderna Mardi Gras. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. We're all going to just go down there and we're going to show our tits and get our shots. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically it. (sighs) What's your next story, Sam? Well, it's time for Layers of Deception. Yeah. Oh, right. I go twice. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You had okay. too many Pfizer mimosas. Yeah, yeah. I got them. I got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got crazy wild last night with my Mardi Gras mimosas. All right. Here's my first headline. Woman puts off going to doctor until disease is bad enough for him to believe her. Oh. Was that about me? <laughs> it's 
about all of us as a collective. And then my second article headline is how Amsterdam, I don't know how to pronounce this, <laughs> but it, it says Do shiphole. Your best. Like, I, I try, I'm trying my hardest. How Amsterdam shiphole reduced toilet cleaning costs by 8% with fake urinal bugs. Which one is real and which one Unfortunately, I want to lean towards the first one being real. I... Unfortunately, right? I think I think the first one's real, too, but um, what the fuck is a urinal bug? Well, I could tell you. I, uh, I guess this tells us which one's real first. Yeah. Okay. The real one is the urinal bug. Oh, Thank my God. Ah. I'm happy. Now tell us all about the urinal bug. But you got it wrong. I know, but I didn't want it to no, be right. So I, I won. Said I fe- I so felt- I won this week. Yeah. I won. Okay, so I guess sh- like it's S H I P O L. I guess it's some sort of like organization that like maybe they organize the cleaning in airports. It's basically it, the gist. Okay. Okay. So reducing costs is important for all airlines and airports, especially in the current environment. We have seen plenty of cost-cutting measures introduced over the years, but this old one from Amsterdam Schiphol has to be amongst the most surprising by adding an um, image. Fly to urinals, the airport estimates it has saved 8% in cleaning costs. Aiming for the target, designers and suppliers of bathroom equipment have tried many ways to improve cleanliness. Male urinals are unsurprisingly a big focus of this. They are convenient for space and fast turnaround in busy public toilets, but not the cleanest. Several techniques and urinal designs have been tried to lessen splashback. I hate men. But Schiphol Airport. Oh, Schiphol is the airport. airport. I'm fucking stupid. Okay. I've never been to Amsterdam. I only flew through it. Um, Schiphol Airport has proved over the years that the simplest solution is sometimes the best. The idea is simple. Placing an image in the base of the urinal gives users something to aim for. And psychologically, we like to do that. This is discussed in detail in an interesting post in Works That Work magazine. Amsterdam Schiphol Airport has opted for an etched fly image placed <laughs> just above the urinal drain and to the left. So men and to the left? So yeah, and there's a picture of it when I post the, the link, you'll see it. It looks like a little, like like a life-size fly and it's just off-center. So men are so disgusting that they have to piss. aim at something they have and to then piss they on flies. It's fucking real. Are men disgusting or are you just mad you can't do it? Oh, men are disgusting. Men are fucking just. Dis- you need something to aim at to, to pee in the thing that you're supposed to pee in. I'm gonna get a shiwi and I'm gonna <laughs> aim at that fucking fly. We'll see who fucking. We'll see who's better aim is AJ. We'll see whose fly yeah. is and the then, most disgusting. And then the worst part is eight percent. That's kind of a lot, right? Yeah. So the cleaning budget has been reduced by eight percent because. Of that one little change with a little fake fly in the I urinal would, because men need a game. I was more focused <laughs> on the fact that why in the actual fuck when you're trying to cut costs, are you cutting costs on cleaning and not like, I don't know, literally anything the airport overcharges for? Like, you're, let, let's cut down the cleaning costs 
but you know, fuck everything else, I guess. Like, yeah, what? Uh, like, more profit. <sighs> yeah. So gross. maybe they and were the, trying to cut back on on how often they have to go into yeah, cleaning, like go as in opposed to as opposed to a reasonable 80%. amount. It was not a reasonable amount. How many times they had to go in and clean? I mean, every time I've seen the fucking public restrooms, the women's are always worse than dudes usually. Mm. Like, because women do that hover bullshit. They piss all over the seats and stuff. Like. They'll leave fucking like sanitary pads and stuff places like it's every single time I've had to like go into like a men's restroom versus women's. Mm -hmm. The men's are pretty gross, but the women's are always like exponentially grosser. I'm talking about the public ones. So like and more or less like Mm -hmm. in bars and shit like that. Like when you I've never been like an airport women's restroom, but like like hotel women's restrooms are always fucking gross. It's like because like I feel like. I almost feel like the women would be like, okay, I don't want to do whatever I have to do, like, in my room because that's embarrassing. So I'll go find mm-hmm. the public one and, like, fucking do it there and just fucking leave a mess and then go back to my room. My like, God, I hate it here. <laughs> I hate it here. I'm and I can't wait of, for you all to see the picture of I'm this. just sick I of see this how fly. long it takes for, to go through, like, a women's line. Why is the women's line... Right. So long. Is it because Boy. you guys have urinals and you could just you fucking zip, fucking flip, and zip it back up and then leave? Like what? And you're still is the pe- fucking I deal. The idea of a urinal. You're still peeing in front of other people. That shit's weird. But you're not because like there's usually stall doors to the right. Yeah, but you know what you're doing. It's right there. It's right, like I don't know. It's oh, you can't it's see the person next to you. Like if there's a, I will say. Okay, I will say. Mm-hmm. My my freshman high school, because like my the freshman building had their own school for some reason. It was it was a really old school, and the bathroom that was outside the gym was the fucking worst, and I refused to use it because it just had a fucking like trough, like fucking just a bit. <laughs> there was, I'm dead I've heard of those but at stadiums. Yeah, there, etched in. There, there was no there was no there was no barriers, nothing, just a giant fucking tub that like they wanted a bunch of fucking little boys to piss in. That fucking, is horrifying, and yeah. I never want to talk about that ever again. Yeah, yeah, I've heard about the I've I've not you know I've never seen one in person. But I've only ever seen it there. I, I have heard of there. those being um, like at at um, uh, arenas or like conven- convention centers. Like baseball. But yeah, 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 that's what I meant. Yeah. Like stadiums and stuff. What? That that's what I've heard. I'm I, like, I just I hate this fucking weird oh worldly stereotype that like men don't need privacy in any way. Like it's fucking stupid. Like I'm fine. I, using, I'm with you. I just think the idea yeah. of a urinal is weird. I feel like if I were a man, I would still pee in the stall. I'm I mean, not. There's peeing. a lot. Honestly, there's a lot of dudes that do. Like you'll see a lot of dudes that just go. Every single fucking like nerd that I know uses the stalls. I'm not even kidding. If, if like I feel like I'm the one person who just all use a urinal and not give a fuck because because you think I would. I really don't but, think like, I would. It's literally every time like every time I hang out with like, a nerd friend or anything. Every time I hang out with a nerd friend, like if they just happen to go to the bathroom at the same time as me, every fucking time I go to the urinal and they go to the stall. Every time. And it's like it's like a nerd thing. Like they can't they just don't they, I guess I'm a nerd. I am a nerd. But like the thing is like you have you have walls on either side of you. You can't see the person next to you. Unless but you you're know me and you're what tall. they're doing. I almost I don't know. That is not you know. what they show on TV. What we see on TV is urinal, 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 and everybody sees everything. I mean, yeah. they're, they're usually there's like a wall that's built between them, usually. <laughs> if there's not, then I probably won't use it. Like you know, like Open. I don't know. I don't remember what the urinals look like in that. I one. don't want my unsheathed penis, right? 
out in the open with other. It's, it's just as bad when there's stalls. That's what you're into. The worst are the stalls that don't have doors. That's the worst too, because like that's the thing that oh, you no doors. I've seen that. I've seen stalls with no doors. Actually, that that uh, fun fact. That same bathroom from my junior high or not? Where I, where I'm a junior, my no, freshman. That works out for you since you keep getting like, locked in stalls. Like, <laughs> it was literally. Wait, locked? I, I never got locked in a stall. I thought you did get locked in a stall. You no. Got, oh, the door fell the off. Del- you the got door locked fe- in a stall. No, the door fell off. It, yeah, I didn't get locked oh. in. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The whole stall fell apart while I was in there. <laughs> Fucking, like, packs or I believe. You like, lived everybody's worst You lived everybody's the worst nightmare. The entire stall fell apart. Like, the fucking walls and shit fell down. Like, Oh, my God. Um, but, no, like, they, they, that, that same one with, that, like, the fucking trough or whatever, like, the st- it had stalls, but they had no doors. So, like, you couldn't win either way. No matter what you had to do, like, somebody can fucking see you. The, the, oh, the beach it. bathrooms in Hawaii don't have bathroom, like, door, door doors. No, I don't like it. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, like it, it gets even weirder when you think about, like, there's stuff how, like, like uh, you know, culturally you go to, like, you fucking uh, any, like, eastern country, you know? A lot of them just have, like, here's a hole in the floor. Just have fun. It's public, whatever. And then just fucking do your business and get out. But, like, they don't give a shit because, like, I guess if you grow up with that, way, well, you don't give a shit. Like, you're not going to care because, like, you weren't, you weren't, you weren't told this is embarrassing, so now you're not embarrassed by it, right? But, like... It's a weird thing to think about at the same time because, like, yeah. traveling. I guess that's true, yeah. Yeah, like, you're yeah, not going to yeah. If you're not, like, I mean, it's, it's the, it, that's a lot of things, you know, but, like, it's, right, it's just, right, like, right, the, right. it's just a weird thing because, like, at the same time, like, I don't want to travel over there and be like, well, I, what do I do? <laughs> like, it's really not that bad. If there's not fucking doors, it's bad. I've seen them. I've seen them no doors. There's just a hole in the floor. Okay, but you're not. I have a feeling that if you went somewhere, it was not going to be the bumfuck nowhere. I'm just saying. <laughs> and that, But you don't know that because, like, I, like you, have ba- you have a bad fucking experience at a restaurant, and you're going to go wherever's closest, you know? Like, so you never know. You never know when it strikes. Know. You never know. I mean, you never know when he's going to get locked in a stall. All, all the, I mean, think about it. What, 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 what if... What if what if we were like in like some some like Eastern culture country or whatever, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna get some, I'll get this like tea, right? And you have this tea, but then they're like, you're like, oh, why does it taste so good? They're like, oh, we put milk in it, and you're like, uh oh. Oh, spaghettios. <laughs> you never know. Never know. Never know. Never mm. know. Granted, they would never put milk in it because like that would make any sense for an entire country that's lactose intolerant. Right. By the way. We had it kind of weird. weird. We had this very European thing to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. very strange. Yeah. Uh, Well, I'm glad that. What's your story, Sam? Yeah, what's your story? Um. Okay, so I please work. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I pulled this one from relationships, and it has an edit. And I haven't read a single thing. Nothing has been oh. perfect. So this is all a new journey for all of us. Perfect. <laughs> Love that. I, 25 male, refuse to forgive my family, sisters, and my parents and until they pay me back my inheritance they spent on themselves. I don't know what that means. I so I refuse to forgive my family 
my parents until they pay me back my inheritance they spent on themselves. So maybe uh, like their grandparents or something left them something. So it says, okay, so they're 25 male. They got two sisters, 33 and 31. Um, mom is 63. Dad is 60. I am the youngest of three siblings. Um, my parents are owners of a grocery store that was passed down through my father's side of the family for generations. My grandparents on both my dad and mom's side left me and my siblings each a college trust fund of $100,000. Each of my sisters blew through their money and dropped out of college. Both of them became single moms to my three nieces, 10, 8, and 7, and came back to work for my parents' store. I was the only kid who didn't work for my parents' business, and as I got a job as a landscaper for the summers and after school throughout my entire high school years, saved up about $20,000. I got accepted into college on a partial scholarship, and I was beyond thrilled because I knew I had a great opportunity to leave college debt-free and own my own home by the time I was 22. Just as my sisters did when they turned 18, I asked my parents to turn over access to the trust, the trust to have the money under my control just like my sisters did. That's when my parents told me we would discuss this at dinner tonight. So at the dinner, my whole family was there, including my nieces. When it was time to talk about my trust, my dad and mom asked me if I would consider holding off on accessing the trust for two years as they had to use some of the money to cover some of the health care and living costs of their grandkids and also pay off a lawsuit that my sister, Gloria, received for DUI. I asked how much they used, and my mom said there's currently $5,000 left in the account. They had spent $95,000, and none of it went to me. My dad said, we just need you to think about your family and understand that we need your help in this request. I said, isn't it great that everyone benefited from this money besides the person it was intended for? Gloria and Lori got to go to college, travel the world with their money, while with my money, I got to pay for all of their mistakes. My last words to my family were that this was not a request, as the decision was already made, and I moved out and left. I still went to college, as I had a partial scholarship, and over those years, I used the money I had in my savings to start my own landscaping business, which employs six guys, and we're doing great. I never got a chance to spend any of the money my grandparents left for me, as my parents never built back up the trust. Two years ago, I found out from my lawyer when I sent in a formal request to access the trust that the current balance was $3,456, less than the $5,000 my parents told me about. My sisters and parents have tried to reconnect throughout the years, but, I've always but I always resent every gift, letter, and invitation they have sent me back to them. I am getting married next month, and my fiancé wants to meet my family and help me close this chapter in my life. My fiancé wants me to forgive and move on, as I haven't spoken to them in years, but read it. Am I in the wrong for telling my fiancé sorry, but I cannot move on from this? I mean, I don't think you're in the wrong. I don't think he's in the wrong. I think and that's I, I, pretty fucking valid, man. And I, and I do think... <laughs> I, I think this is, this is something that everybody should fucking take into account and fucking learn. If you're with somebody... And they have an issue with their family, then fucking leave well enough alone and don't huh? sit there and pester them to try to. Oh, because you have no uh -huh. fucking idea what they actually went through besides mm -hmm. just the, the little bit that you're getting off the top. So don't right. fucking be that person. Like, well, you should really reconnect and make it better. And, you know, yeah, why? Look, fuck <laughs> well, we don't know if she's right. pestering, but no, I'm just I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying she's doing that. I'm saying yeah, yeah, in general, yeah. like, in general, just fucking the, don't like, do that. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. That's so sh like <sighs> I I agree with him in the sense that like yo 
you you two got to literally do whatever the fuck you wanted, but because I was the youngest, you mm-hmm. you you took what was left because I wasn't mm-hmm. able to get to that age yeah. yet. That mm-hmm. you robbed them. You yeah. robbed him. Mm-hmm. Robbed him. Um, there is an update. Um, I feel like you could sue for that if it's a trust fund le- left. For I them. think you can too. Like if it's a trust fund left for somebody else and you dip into it, you can sue the fuck out of them. I think you yeah, can. It depends on if he. I could understand why he doesn't want to, or you know, because that's a on there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so much has happened that I think the best way to do this is to put this in key points, answer in the, uh, and answer in the comments. Thank you to everyone who sent me direct messages, wrote me in the comments. The thread was locked after four hours of it being posted, so it blew up fast. I know everybody did not get a chance to comment last time. As a result, my inbox is flooded, so I wanted to give the best update that I could, so many of you took interest in my story. Um, what has happened since? Fiance admitted to speaking with my family on Facebook Messenger, so never mind. Uh... <laughs> Dumb, dumb bitch. They also spoke in person when she said they met each other in a restaurant. It happened a month ago. Fiance said it was very emotional. Why? Wow. Would wow. you? Why would you? Why? why is it emotional I, I, for you? This, this might sound. This might sound extreme, but you are no longer my fiance if you do that shit. I. You, I kind of. I kind of. That am is with too you. much. Like, that's a. That's you are crossing a huge oh, fucking yeah. barrier here. That that's yeah, a, you are dude. no longer. We are done. Like uh, I'm sorry, but we are fucking done. Yeah, like, especially if you already like said your your um your piece like your, your piece right. Yeah. It's like this is my stance on it, and it's like not really your business. Uh, why this relationship uh, ha- is this way? But now you're trying to meddle yeah. in something I told you not to. Yeah. Woo! Pack your bags, bitch. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, how old were they? Well, he's 25, so. Old enough to fucking know better. <sighs> okay. So I told my fiance I'm extremely disappointed that she withheld this information from me for a month. Fiance told me she felt guilty and afraid to tell me because she thought I might break up with her, cancel the wedding if I found out. She wanted to wait till after the wedding to tell me. Even. Mm-hmm. What? Even worse. She, she want to trap mm-hmm. him. You're, no, we're done. We're extra done. However, Ooh, done. however, yesterday my mom called my wait. However, yesterday my mom called her directly, begging her to help me reunite our family. She missed so much of my life, and she doesn't want to miss another milestone. Uh, and then in parentheses, the wedding. Fiance knows she has violated my trust. She gave me the most heart melting sincere apology i've ever heard in my life and asked for forgiveness she even had her parents ask me to forgive her and not cancel the wedding her dad and mom told me they loved me and hope i could move past this her dad loves me he literally has a picture of me in his office just me and him lol introduces me as his son for the past two years he cried and said he doesn't want to lose me as a son i forgave my fiance sisters came to my Sisters came to my business with my nieces and desperately wanted to talk. Sisters deeply regret their part in the decisions that were made on, on their behalf. They want to be a family again. They understand my position in anger, but they miss me and want me back in their lives. My nieces also asked why I don't come around anymore. And am I mad at them? Sisters explained this has destroyed our parents' marriage as it has now come out that my mom apparently spent the majority of the money without my dad knowing. And then when he found out, my mom wanted dad to say it was both of their decision because she believes if it came out that it was her that decided by herself and not my dad that I would never forgive her no matter what. It would disown her because I always accused her of playing favorites. To be honest, she is right. 
and I would have disowned her. My mom pleaded with my dad to cover for her decision to empty my fund. Dad was furious, but decided to say he and my mom decided to spend the money. Dad now resents our mom because he no longer has a relationship with his only son. He also hears from his friends how great of a relationship me and father-in-law have. I call father-in-law dad. He calls me his son. Dad told my mother... Either she fixes this or he is done with her and he's telling me the truth. I told my sisters that I love them and my nieces and I do not hate them. However, they helped rob me of a very important gift that our grandparents gave each of us. And I missed out on life experiences that they got to experience that I did not. It is like they stole my last gift that our parents, our grandparents left for me. We all cried and I accepted their apology, but I told them I do not know how to let go of this resentment I feel towards them. I let them know our relationship will take time to rebuild i asked them to set up a meeting with just me and dad and not my mom i met with my dad alone my dad was shocked that i requested the meeting he looked defeated and asked to speak first my dad told me he is and has been depressed for the last few years and feels like he truly failed me as my father and he knows he betrayed me and as a father he must take that to his grave that he is the reason his son hates him. He said he is extremely jealous of the relationship I have with my father-in-law. And he just started crying for like three minutes straight. I told him I know it was mom who decided to spend the money. I told him I understand why he didn't throw mom under the bus. But he deeply hurt me by covering for mom's decision this long. I told him I love him and said he doesn't owe me anything anymore. He is done owing mom's debt. We both cried and hugged for like five minutes. I invited him, my sisters, and my nieces over to dinner at my place that night without my mother. I let my sisters and dad know that if they came to the dinner with my mom with them, that this would be the last time we speak. My mom clearly found out about the reunion without her and wanted to speak. I refused her request, and I told her, please bring a check for $100,000 if you want to speak to me. My wedding is on September 3rd, and I have since invited everyone but my mom. My sisters want me to hear mom's side of the story. My dad has said he is done covering for my mom's decision. My fiance is happy and supports my decision 100%, even though I know she wants me to be with my mother. She just got forgiven herself, so she doesn't want to push it. So Reddit, should I meet with my mom before or after she hands me the check for $100,000? Oh, at the meeting of the $100,000 check <laughs> handoff? That's, that's where you meet. I don't know. I, I, I'm reading some of the comments and I kind of agree. I don't even think he's right to really forgive the sisters because they, yeah. they were they they took part in this. They yeah, like they they, they yeah. did yeah. like yeah. 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 I no Where I'm, do you think that fucking money came from for your kids that you chose to have? Like right. mm-hmm. and, and their mistakes that they mm-hmm. chose to make. So and now they're all like, oh, you should really forgive mom too. Like, like well, let's just fucking use our like. No, you don't get to do anything. You have yeah, no power $100, here. hundred thousand dollars is a life changing amount of money, and he was robbed of it before his life even really started. Yes, you know? yeah. Um, uh, so did, they, they made that decision for him. I do want to um, uh, take point on this one comment. He did right in forgiving them. You forgive someone for your own mental and spiritual health. That is not correct. That is not correct. Um, you. Do not oh. owe anyone forgiveness. Right. And in forgiving someone, that does not automatically. Like, oh, I feel better mentally yeah. and spiritually now. I forgave yeah. them. That, like, that how- does not. That's not how that works. That's not. You right. can forgive someone, but still have that shit in the back of your head. And mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with you. 
in that sense. People always mm. think like, why can't I just get over this? Why can't I get over this? Because you had something traumatic happen to you and it doesn't yeah. just go away. So I just want to point that out. And honestly, right. like I'm not if people can get past that, if people can manage to like what, what if people have those people in their lives that they're like, I just can't forgive them. But if they manage to do it, more power to them. But at the same time, I'm more or less in the boat of man, like if I'm at that point with somebody like where I just can't look past something, then I'm not going to put more work into the relationship than I need to anymore. There's no fucking mm-hmm. point. Yeah. You know, if, if, it, if I've already reached that level where I can't view them the same anymore. Yeah. Then what the fuck is the point of putting even more energy in to try to move past it? Yeah. Because it's just not like you, you life is way too fucking short to harp on this bullshit and these small things mm-hmm. than this. Now, I will say the one thing I maybe, maybe jumped the gun on that, like I'm thinking back now, was her her saying she didn't want to tell him until after the wedding. My gut immediate reaction to that is fuck this dumb bitch because I'm already mad yeah. at her for talking to this person. However, yeah. thinking about it for a little bit longer, I do understand in the sense of if somebody fucks up there's that weighing stress and anxiety of like they are scared yeah. and that's it's not um, it's not a good decision to do that and it's not right but i could understand why she was like i understand but like i if, still don't if agree she with it knew if she knew that the situation was so dire that he may cancel the wedding yeah. she shouldn't have done, done it the, yeah yeah, yeah. You know, like, and then to hide it purposely until after they get married, like I don't no, know. I don't agree with her. I'm just saying, I, like yeah. I could understand the yeah. men, the the mental hurdles she was doing at that point after yeah. she already fucked up. But I don't agree with any of the decisions she made. And I don't and, agree. And, like she knew it was that serious. And, yeah, and I just I don't know if I could forgive but somebody what, like that. Point? Like what was the point? Unless of that? unless he had said. Like there's a difference between her going, do you do you want me to maybe like be the middleman and like maybe reach out to them for you? Yeah. There's a difference between that yeah. and going yeah. behind his back and messaging them on Facebook and, and then, then meeting yeah. his mother in person. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if if she can manipulate him to if he if she can manipulate her husband and say oh, well, I did this major thing without you. Now cover for the both of us. And then can manipulate her children in, oh, well, we'll just pay it back. It's fine. We'll just pay it back. Then she's going to manipulate your fiance. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that is just, that is that is a young mindset to literally go, oh, well, you should, I'll, maybe I'll go talk to his mom. Yeah. I'll go talk to his mom. But it'd be fine. It can't be that bad, right? I don't even understand what she was trying to accomplish with that. Like, what, no what idea. is you, a stranger, going to say to this the mother of the person you want to marry that hasn't been said? Like, why would exactly. you make a difference in this? Exactly. Like, what, you, what know, you know the dude you better than the mom be. does. Yeah. Right. You know, like. You, you know him after this situation has taken hold. You right. know what this has done to him. You know what his mental state from this experience has done to him he he literally cut out his whole family his whole family no one one wants to do if anyone cuts out their whole family some fucking shit went down yes yes leave it alone dog you know yes like you don't need a medal in that yeah yeah you don't you don't get extra points for the reunitement and hell no also this whole like weird what is this fucking bullshit vibe mentality of like I just really want to meet your family. Why? 
Why would I? Like, like, if I am telling you they're a bunch of assholes, they're a bunch of assholes. Yeah. yeah like, like, why do you it, want to meet a bunch of assholes? It literally comes down to like, I want to meet the people that you tell me are cool. But if I don't yeah. give a sh- like, if you tell me like your family's fucking trash, then I don't want to meet them. But if you tell me your family's them. cool, then I want to meet them. So like this whole like, but they're like, I want to meet them because of your family. It doesn't matter. They're fucking awful people. Yeah. Like, right. so exactly. leave it, uh, leave it alone. Like respect that and leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. I like the the nosiness behind it. It's like, what were you trying to accomplish mm-hmm. with that? Yeah. Yikes. <sighs> what a story, Sam. What a story. Yeah. What a story. I, I enjoyed that one at the same time you guys did. I see. Wrap us up here. All right. Sushi. I went to a different subreddit called Petty Revenge. Hey. Oh. I thought sounded very on brand for us. This one's titled Elevator Karen. <laughs> I live in an apartment building that went condo. Most of the owners rent their units out to someone else. So most of the people living here are tenants, not owners. Most of the owners are pretty cool, but some of them really suck and go out of their way to be assholes to renters. One Karen in particular is just really nasty. She threatened to have me evicted for playing with my son with sidewalk chalk in front of the building. She threatened my neighbor with the cops for playing with his kids with sparklers on the 4th of July. Anytime someone moves in, she tells them they aren't allowed to use the elevator. They are. She once threatened to call ICE on someone's movers because she was speaking Spanish. Wow. Terrible. Anyway. Drop her down the elevator shaft. Right? Whoops. You fell down the stairs, bitch. Sorry. Anyway, this morning I'm walking home and I see her standing out front. So I pick up my pace to get inside before her. I heard her opening the front door just as I went into the elevator. As the elevator rose to my floor, I punched all the buttons, top floor first, and worked my way down. Then the basement. Have a nice trip, Karen. You're the worst. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh. oh, just to make do you think? Mad. Do you think she's just a tenant or she's an actual owner? Well, who knows? God. She's so worried about if people live there or not, you know? Elevator pettiness. Love it. I I don't understand getting mad at like, oh, man, the kids are out there with sidewalk chalk. Like, are you, oh, gosh, you know. OK, like on the 4th unless of July. like unless they're literally in my way and I'm driving my car and I have to wait yeah. for them to move. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, like but like I, you know, like I'm on seen, the sidewalk drawing. Like, I, as kids do. <laughs> I somehow have ended up on Karen TikTok. And so all I see are people recording Karen's, right? And the last one I saw was literally a girl was sitting in her car. Mm -hmm. And the woman was, like, knocking on her window furiously. And she rolls her window down. And and she's like, this car is too loud. And she's like, what? She's like, there's just too many many cars in this neighborhood that are too loud. It just drives me crazy. And this can't, this can't be legal. And the woman was like, I, this is not a modified car. Like I have no modifications. This is just my car. And it's a brand new Lexus, right? Hmm. She's made no, the only modifications she's made are purely cosmetic, purely cosmetic. She's like, well, then why is it so loud? And the girl was like, because it's a goddamn V8 with 500 horsepower. That's why. And she's like, well, it's just too loud for this neighborhood. What I don't understand is if you live in a apartment building, an apartment complex, a general neighborhood, you're living with a bunch of people. You don't own the fucking neighborhood. 
neighborhood. Right. You don't own the neighborhood. No. There is a give the and take here. You. There's a yeah. give and take here. Why do you think you own the whole fucking parking lot? It's literally as bad as the people that try to tell us to have the dogs pee in some other grass because they put a lot of time into growing plants at this apartment complex outside their outside apartment? their apartment that they don't own. Don't own. You right. don't own. And the, the dogs land. weren't pissing on their plants. They were pissing in the grass. As dogs do, and good luck getting a dog to not piss in the grass. Like, like, don't piss in that grass. No, no, no. Yeah, like that grass. Yeah. Right. <sighs> Shut the, the, the fuck the up. Funny, the funny thing is, I, I just realized too is the reason why their grass is brown is not because the fucking dogs pee in it. It's because they have no sprinkler system over there. Yeah. So, so <laughs> the way the way into the park, like, there's. Two patches of grass on either side, mm-hmm. kind of like a little sidewalk yeah. and two patches of grass on either side. And the dude who, who lives in the apartment on the left side, he regularly hoses the grass. Like, he waters the grass himself. And that mm-hmm. grass, perfectly fucking green. The other mm-hmm. people don't do jack shit. Fucking brown as shit. Like, and they're the ones that complain and they're because the, ones the dog's that, that complain. the grass. Like, I just... <laughs> Like we literally uh, walk our dogs to the neighborhood, but if they stop off in the grass and piss, I'm not. I, what am I gonna do? Fucking pull them away? Like what are they? Fuck. My dog's 15 years old. I'm not gonna fucking yank his ass to stop from pissing. Like he he. He's a dog. He's, he's a dog, dude. Like what do you uh, want from me? One time I was walking my dog in um, my old neighborhood, and she's very curbed. She's very like polite. She would never like pee or. Uh, poop like on the sidewalk mm-hmm. she would just naturally go to the street mm-hmm. um, and she was in between cars and some lady palm colored lady <laughs> was like she was peeing and she was like are you gonna clean that up I was like she's peeing what would you what clean you it up clean what up yeah she's peeing it's liquid what would you like you got you got a roll of bounty with you like I what think- you that's that's the downfall of having a female dog too. Is because they squat. because they squat, right. they yeah, everybody yeah. automatically assumes they're taking a shit yeah. right yeah. away. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I've literally had I've had I've had uh, a group of women say that shit to me before here at the park walking Midna. Um, I've also had them get on me about where I walked her in the park because like there's like there's the park and then like Midna like tries to go a little bit off the trail or whatever and she's like you you can't take her back there. Why? Well, because it's nature. <laughs> Literally, that's the reason. And I would and, not and I, that's I would laugh and, and, I, and I love it because, like, I, I was literally, I was like, "Are you?" I literally told her, "Mind our own fucking business." That's the words I literally said. Uh, yeah. But like the I, the idea behind it was like this weird thing. She's like, "It's well, it's bad for dogs to 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 ship back there because it's nature." Completely what? forgetting the fact that. There is literally like nonstop a fucking pack of wild coyotes that live back there, shitting yeah. everywhere. There's fucking right. wild dogs here, everywhere. You're not gonna stop them. I There's fuck- fucking wild dogs I literally you know all and over. She probably sees that and thinks it's like domesticated dogs. Yeah, it's you like they're literally saying? fucking. She probably yeah. thinks it's like all oh, yeah. not even taking into consideration that wild animals just. Didn't, live didn't in the somebody woods get onto you for um, uh, brushing Midna too? Yeah, brushing <laughs> Midna. Yeah. Because he took Midna to the park to like to brush her to brush her because she's fluffy. Yeah, get as opposed to doing it yeah. in my apartment, you know. Yeah, and like, that makes oh, sense. Well, and people got mad because you're in the park. Yeah, I am. What do you want? What do you? What's your point? What are you getting at here? That, see, like, that's that's why that's why the, my favorite thing to do is look at people and go, "Why are you speaking to me?" Yeah. 
Why are stop oh, speaking? You, know what? you should just to be like, me. you can see me. That's that's literally like that. I mean, that's pretty much what we said when we went to the dog park that time. And, oh and yeah. I'm I literally did. carrying trash in to throw it away, and the woman goes, "You All can't right. bring that in here." I'm taking it to the fucking trash can. Why are you speaking to me? Don't fucking like, talk to me. I literally, yeah, I literally looked at the lady and I was like, "Stop speaking to me." Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me. <laughs> and I walked away. <laughs> Stop looking at me. Just, I think it, I think the problem is we have too many we have too many white women who just don't know when to just 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 stop. Like you stop. can stop mid sentence. I don't even care if you walked away and just stop mid sentence. Just stop. Just stop talking. <laughs> stop right. looking at me. Stop speaking to me. Are you so concerned with what other people are doing all the time? <sighs> I don't give a shit. All right. Unless, I, I could not it, give a shit. It, unless it affects doing. my life in some way, yeah. I don't care. I don't care. Becky, get yeah. your Honda Civic and fuck off. Huh. Nah, she's driving a Honda Odyssey. Yeah, you're not right. The Odyssey. You yeah. fucking right. You're right. Kia Soul. <laughs> <laughs> she's driving that Kia Soul. Oh my God. <sighs> well, we finally did it, guys. It took three attempts, three and we got, the and we got through it. You, we bet, did it. you guys better like the fuck out of this episode. <laughs> no. Yeah, for real. So we will catch you guys next week. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're hopefully get through it in one session next time. We'll yeah. see what happens. Hey, we'll see what happens. So, we'll see what happens. We, you, what are you talking about? We recorded this on Wednesday. Yeah. If you'd like to join the conversation, hit us up on Gilded Gilded at GG slash about some mine slash everyone sucks here. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking wow. promoter. Um, always, you know, we got Twitter. You can hit us there. ESH podcast. Uh, send us an email. Contact at everyone Tell us your stories. Tell us about your local commercials. If you got, if you got fucking shit you want to share, do it I in the gilded. Know. Do it in the gilded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send us, a, send us, send us new uh, subreddits to check out that you think that we would really enjoy. Yeah. Um, yeah. and then maybe we can read some stuff and we'll give you a shout out. You like those stuff, don't you? Yeah. You like you like stuff like that. You right? want your you name like said? Shout out. You want your name said? Huh? You want to be Gilbert. You want to be acknowledged, don't you, Gary? We all just want to be acknowledged. Gary, don't you want to be acknowledged? Yeah. Okay, I'm hungry. All right, yeah, me too. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.